Blog Talk Radio. joining me here. Let's pray and let's just dig right into it. Father, we thank you for this opportunity. Jesus, we ask that you be present here. Help us to understand why we're here and give us understanding to overcome the battle of our minds. In Jesus' name, amen. Wonderful. I am excited um, to share more on the topic, uh, the mind battle. Again, in the last uh, episode, you can check it out. It was just giving some foundation and some definition of the mind and some battles that the mind has to go through. And um, uh, today, I'm going to talk specifically about some of the things we need to do in order to defeat um, the enemy having access to our minds or defeat other things taking over our minds. One of the things we need to do is that we have to confess out loud 
that nothing, I mean literally speak out loud, that nothing or no spirit or no man or or no woman can take over our thought process. And that our thought process, we are in control of our thought process. We have we give it to nobody, no spirit and no 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 human being. Okay? It's almost like your bedroom, like your secret place. You don't allow anybody there. You don't care who they are. You make sure you take authority as a Christian to confess that loud. And demons obey when you speak in the spiritual order, especially when you call out the name of Jesus. You know, demons respond to it. They obey it because they cannot deal with that type of power that is in the name of Jesus. And so you have to clearly proclaim that, the blood of Jesus. You have to use the word of God also to fight um, anything that is not supposed to be in your mind. You know, the Bible talks uh, about we resisting the devil and he will flee from us. That's James chapter 4 verse 7. That we, we will resist and we should resist the devil and he will flee from us. And so it's important for, for us to realize that we also have to call that into being. We have to resist. We literally have to say something about a thought that is going where it's not supposed to go. And one of the prayers to pray is to discern that we know the lies and the deception of the devil. You know, because if you don't know, if you're being deceived in your thoughts, in your mind, then you're going to go ahead and progress. You're going to go ahead and do whatever it is that is, is, is occurring in your mind. But if you... If you're able to discern, which is a prayer topic for this particular point, is to discern that I know this is a lie, so I am not going to think about it, and I'm not going to um, allow it. And so anytime that a lie is spoken to your mind, okay, you must defend it. You must defend against it verbally in the name of Jesus. You have to call it out verbally, defend against it, that... Okay, for instance, if, if a lie comes to your mind that you should go ahead and steal, for example, you want to make sure that you can verbally defend against it by saying, that is a sin, I'm not going to steal, and I'm not going to steal, and I resist you, demon, to flee now. You know, something of that nature gives you control, it gives you um, uh, the power that Christ put in you to trample over serpents and scorpions. So, and, 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 every, and any power of the enemy that comes against you, and it's, it's, it's a constant um, place where you have to exercise. You know, it doesn't just come to you. You have to work towards resisting every thought that does not agree with who you are, does not agree with what you believe in as a Christian. So that is uh, 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 one of the important points to consider that we have to literally confess that we are not going to let anybody, and, 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 and sometimes, okay, the devil uses other human beings to lie to us. For example, 
maybe I just I just um, have a Toyota Camry. I'm fine. I'm doing well. Everything is going great. And then I see a friend who just bought a Mercedes Benz. Okay, the deception of the enemy can uh, start creeping into your mind and you start either envying them. Why do they have a Mercedes? You are now going to get a Mercedes. I mean, you realize that your thought process is going the wrong route because the seed that was planted in your thought is not right. You know, it's not right. You're you're coveting what your friend has, but all along you are fine with your Toyota Camry, and that's that's where. Look, it's not gonna be easy. Okay, it's not gonna be easy trying to stop your mind from the lies and the deception of the enemy, but it is a necessary battle. It is a necessary fight. You know, we wrestle not against flesh and blood. And so it's a necessary fight. If not, our minds are constantly um, going to be uh, under attack. And that's not what we we need as Christians. We need we need to have a mind that is free and can allow okay what God wants to do with us. It's 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 a mind that is liberated as Christ has made it for us. That because we have him, we are free. And the devil also knows that we want and we have been free and so he's going to do everything possible not not for us to get into that place of being mentally free from every oppression. And so, now, the other point that we need to also remember as Christians is that as part of being Christians, as part of being here on earth, as part of um, just being here, we are going to be required to fight a certain type of fight. And that's the end of discussion. And that's found in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. I mean, that's such a loaded scripture to tell you how much work we have on our plate as Christians. So if we are fighting, okay, but we are not fighting against flesh, meaning that we don't, we're not fighting against, you know, the person you see literally. Like if you have sisters and you guys are constantly having problems, you're not fighting your sister's body per se. You are actually fighting the spirit behind your sister. Okay, and so if we recognize that that is actually what we are fighting for as Christians and, and what we are fighting against, then it's clear to us to understand that our mindset, the battle in our minds, the, 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 the things our mind practice is important, and we have to filter out the things that don't need to be there because if we're going to fight principalities, principalities in, in this case are, you know, demons and and. <clears throat> Evil spirits, you know, uh, that just have been sent, okay? They've been sent to destroy us. You know, the Bible says that 
the, the devil's main purpose is to kill, to steal, to destroy. That's it. I mean, it's final. It's not like there's any negotiations involved here. The devil's primary purpose is to kill us, is to steal from us, is to destroy us. And so if we know, if you're going on a battlefield, okay, if you're going on a battlefield, and you know that your opponent is going to kill you, it's going to destroy you. You're not going to sit there and say, okay, I'm not going to do anything about it because, you know, I'm good. Uh, you know, even though it's hard, uh, I'm just going to chill. No, sister, you're going to be killed. No, brother, you're going to be killed. But rather, the Bible says in Ephesians that we should put on the full armor of God. The full armor of God is what we need to put on in order to fight with the enemy and the principalities of darkness and all these powers in, in, in high places that we need to fight. The whole armor of God. Okay, that's the only way. You can't say you're going to battle and have no armor. You're not armed and you're going to fight. Who are you going to fight and how are you going to come back alive? But God is giving us, thank goodness, He's giving us power over demons. What we even realize as Christians that we have so much power that we don't even use. You know, we have all the weapons in our hands, but we don't even use it. We don't believe it. We don't feel like we're capable because, again, we're stuck in that place where our mind is not allowing Jesus to fill it. We're allowing everything that is of the enemy, okay, to take charge and to take a rulership. And that's not supposed to be it. And so we have to get up. Okay, we've got to be strong. If we have a battle ahead of us, our mind is where we need to filter out, first of all, every deception of the enemy, every lie of the enemy, that we cannot do it, we cannot fight, we, because, because of our present situation. You know, sometimes the, the predicament is that you're actually in a current situation that may physically not allow you to fight a certain battle, or, or spiritually, you're not able to fight a certain battle, you are sick, you have a disease, you have cancer, you have something. And the devil constantly uses that as a point where, oh, that's why you can't do this. Oh, that's why you're not able to go forward. That's why this is not going to happen. But my brothers and sisters, friends in Christ Jesus, I want to announce you today that no matter how weak you are on your bed, no matter how weak you are in battle, if you can draw upon the strength of God, then you can fully take upon the armor of God and go. The Bible says in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 13, that you should put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand. You see, it's actually telling us to prepare because that day will come. Day of evil, that day where you've been put on the spot and 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 you have to lie. But that day you are you are able to fight that lying spirit and say, I overcome you, I will speak the truth because I am a believer and I'm gonna do what is right. Okay? That is the armor of God. To stand firm, okay? And it talks about the belt of truth being buckled around your waist. You know, what, what is the belt of truth, really? What is the belt of truth, and why is it around the waist? We need to understand. We need to understand that when we speak the truth, the Bible says it sets us free. 
And I know this is hard, guys. I'm not even I'm not even trying to be cute about it. I know this is hard. Like seriously, when you're put on the spot and you know that, dude, if I go ahead and say that I'm doomed, if it's a relationship you're in, you know, you say this is gonna cause a fight, it's gonna cause an argument, you don't want to go into all that. I know it, but. But that does not mean that we should keep on doing the wrong thing. We have to overcome it by the blood of Jesus. We have to overcome it and know that if we do speak the truth, we will be set free. And it's part of the armor we need to be able to fight the battle of the mind. It's part of the armor that we need to fight the, fight the mind and, and the, 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 the issues that come from the mind, the thoughts, the imaginations, the perceptions, the memories, you know, some of us is the memories that will not go away, the memories that are holding us back, the memories that are keeping us in our past, that we need to come up and shake it up and, and move on. There's a greater blessing sitting in front of us, there's a greater blessing ahead of us, but we are memory, which is which is sitting in our minds, is not allowing us to progress to what is next, what is next before us. And we need to overcome it by the blood of Jesus. We need to get up from our seat and say, no, no, not again. Enough, Satan. Enough powers of, of, of darkness. I rebuke you and I cast you down to wherever you are coming from. I am a child of God. I believe in Jesus. And I, and, and, and I will not accept this as part of my thought process. You know, that is the type of power we're supposed to exercise over our minds to defeat this mind battle of the enemy. You know, because I mean, 98% of the time is lies and deception that the enemy throws at us. It's nothing, you know, uh, um, extra. But guess what? Because he's so crafty, because he's so, he's so you know, the, the Bible calls him the wise, the old serpent. You know, he knows what he's doing. It's like having uh, an expertise, okay, in a field. He has expertise, my brothers and sisters, in deceiving us to believe a lie. And we also have to rise up to the occasion and say, well, you know what, enough. You've had 20 years of my life. You have 30 years of my life. If deceiving me 30 years is enough, I'm done and over with it. I'm, 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 I'm done with you. I rebuke you. I cast you out. And that's final. And that is the meditation that we're supposed to really uh, uh, engage our minds in. That is what we're supposed to engage our minds in. And then it talks about the breastplate of righteousness. The the breastplate of righteousness is doing good. It's following it's like following protocol in the army of Christ. You know, we're soldiers. I remember the Sunday school song, I am a soldier in the army of the Lord. I am a soldier in the army. And if a soldier falls down, he will rise again. I am a soldier in the army. Something of that nature. And now that it reckons in my mind, it's, it's like you're going to fall down. Okay, nobody's talking about you're not going to make a mistake. You're not going to sin. You're not going to insult somebody. You're not going to steal. You're not going to abuse or cheat or whatever. Nobody say that you are going to do it. The, the, that's not the most important thing. The most important thing is that you getting up, rising up from that defeat, and say, I am getting back, and I am not going to accept defeat as part of 
my progress. Okay? That is the difference. That is the difference that I need to clarify. That's why it's important for us to cast down every imagination. You know, every imagination, okay, that is against what we believe as Christians. Every imagination that is against the knowledge of God. You know, homosexuality is not part of Christianity. And there's no way we, we, we should accept it. It's, we need to cast that imagination out of our lives, out of our friends' lives, our family, our children. It's like unacceptable. This does not go with Christ. And, and it's beginning to work in the minds of people these days that it's okay and it's normal to be homosexual. No, it's not. That's not God's plan. That's not what God created us to be. He created a man and a woman, male and female, for a reason. We cannot accept that this is normal. And that's why as soldiers in the army of the Lord Jesus Christ, we need to come together and cast down those imaginations and not accept that this is a normal thing because it is not. And this is why it's an exercise, it's a discipline, it's a real work, okay, okay, that we have to develop our minds to understand what is normal and what is not normal, regardless of what our society keeps saying. Now, anytime you're imagining something, your mind is going to places that it shouldn't be, that is the time you need to test it out. You just know when you're not supposed to be thinking about something. I mean, come on. You, you, I mean, you know, you know what I'm talking about. You know exactly what I'm talking about. When your mind is not supposed to go there and it's going there, like you can tap into the power of God to rebuke that. And then the other thing is you have to set your affection on things above. Colossians chapter 3 verse 2. Things above, things in heaven, things about Jesus. Look, at the end of the day, heaven is your goal. You want to make it to heaven because as a Christian, you believe that when you die, it's either heaven or hell. And you can't suffer all those things you're going through here on earth and then go back to hell and suffer them more. I mean, come on. Like, I really would dread the moment to know that I'm going to hell. I'm, I'm really going to flip out because what is the point? Like, I've suffered enough on earth. Why am I going to go in, into eternity and suffer again? So that's another way of fighting um, um, the deceptions of the enemy. That's one of the ways of, of overcoming the mind battle of deception is to set our affection up on things that are, are godly, the eternal prize, going to heaven, making it to heaven. That should be our hope. That's something that should encourage us to do what is right, to set our minds the way that we ought to. And then this is, this is one thing I want to share with you before I leave you today, Okay. The enemy, look, this is not going to be an easy process at all because the enemy is going to come constantly and tell you, oh, come on. What, are you, what habit are you trying to break? You, you, you're trying to be nice and cool and, and say that uh, you're not a thief, that, that, that you're not a bad person. Come on, you know what you did last night. You did, you did it again. You know, that voice of the enemy is not going to be an easy thing to, to overcome. But it does not mean that you cannot overcome it. Because remember, regaining your mind is a process. Ladies and gentlemen, it's a process. It's going to take time. But we all fail, okay? We all fail. We all make mistakes. God knows our weaknesses. And that is why he gave us uh, the scripture, 1 John 1, 9. 
that if only we will confess our sins and ask for forgiveness, he will forgive us. He'll wash us. He'll clean us. He'll make us whole. So do not give up. Continue claiming what belongs to you. Your mind and your thinking belongs to you, and, 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 and it does not belong to anybody. And Jesus is helping us to overcome it tonight. I believe it that you're listening to this, and God is helping you to overcome your mindset about forgiveness, about, about your sins. That, that is not the end of the world. That is not why you cannot, you cannot become a better person. But when you fall, get, get up and keep going and don't give up. For, for God has not given us the spirit of fear, okay? He's not giving us the, the spirit to, to be afraid. He's giving us a, the, 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 the power, okay, of a sound mind. What is a sound mind? Sound mind is that no matter what's going on, no matter the chaos going on around you, you have exercised your mind to think a certain way under the influence of Jesus Christ, under the influence of the Holy Spirit, and you are not moved, you are not acting on impulse, you are not acting under pressure, you're not misbehaving because everybody else is misbehaving. That is a sound mind, and I, de- and I decree tonight that it, it, it will be a portion for you and I. It will be a blessing that God will bestow upon us and that we must get up as soldiers and confess that Satan, you're a liar and I will not receive or I will not believe your lies in the name of Jesus. Look, we need to remember that the greater that is in us, okay, is greater than than he that is in the world. And I, I often feel like I am a victim of that because when I'm going through the harshness and the pain and the turmoil and, you know, whatever it is that life has presented to me, in that moment, I'm just being so carnal, like so flesh, flesh-driven. Like, I, 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 somehow I just zone out that Jesus ever died for me, Jesus loves me. Like, all the things I know about Jesus now begins to fade, and it's not right. It's not right. It's because maybe I'm not exercising my faith uh, as consistently and as diligently that as I ought to. And, and so that is why it's important for me to feed my mind constantly about feeding my mind on the things that are gone, set my affection high above, you know, know that I'm fighting against powers of darkness, know that me failing, me sinning, me making mistakes is not the end of me. That I can get up again, I can I can go ahead and ask the Lord to forgive me, and my mindset will be renewed again because that's all the devil needs for us to do. That our mindset is not renewed, and so if it's not renewed, how are we gonna make progress? And half of the time, He does get us. And today, we keep that spirit in the name of Jesus. We we take it back. To where, wherever it comes from, that today we receive the mind of Christ, we receive our mind to be set on Christly things, on, on things that are, are beautiful and lovely and, and, and just what we need to focus on. We come again to every past that keeps taking us back in the name of Jesus. Brothers and sisters, I want to encourage you today and tell you that your mind belongs to Jesus and not your not, not the devil. And therefore, we cast out all these imaginations, and I pray that your life 
will never be the same again. Your mind will be as beautiful as Christ made it to be in the name of Jesus. I thank you so much for listening. I thank you that you put time to be here and may God bless your mind. May you overcome the the battle of the mind and may you do right all the days of your life and reap all the rewards of it. Thank you again for listening to me and soon we will talk again.